it seems like it sucks. It seems like maybe it's a negative thing to do, but in the long run, people will appreciate that of you and it will set you apart from other people. Anything to add, Jeffrey? In a world where most persons, places, things, and ideas over promise and under deliver, try to be the person who over delivers. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1009, last week's live podcast, How to Better Prioritize Your Time. Today, for episode number 1010, five simple ways to set yourself apart. For those of you on YouTube, you saw Alan's shirt, the Next Level Hope Foundation. If you are listening to us, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. But we had our first annual Next Level Hope Foundation event last weekend, and it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, then. So I was thinking last week, I was thinking, okay, what is a good topic for us to discuss on the podcast? And I really like when we do five ways or five steps or whatever it may be. And we did an episode recently on, I don't remember what it was. We did a live podcast. I think it was like 10 ways or or 10, I don't remember, 10 something about success maybe. Do you remember the episode? Nope. Am I making this up? No, no. Was it a dream? (laughs) It might have been a dream. It might have been a dream. Well, whatever. I was thinking of it and I was thinking to myself, well, Alan and I have had a lot of clients. We've had mentors. We ourselves are trying to figure out what are the most important things to succeed at in order to have the most next level life. And I figured let's do five simple ways to set yourself apart. (laughs) What are you laughing about? I'm sorry. This new setup has me so thrown off. Alan has it's a, not even new. Alan has a know? new setup in the in his studio, and he's yeah. chefing. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna power through it, Alan. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, let's, let's do this. So we have five different ones. We're gonna go in order. It's not necessarily order of importance, but it's just the order. Number one, be on time. One of the most impactful things that happens when I go on other podcasts is some people show up late. Some people, the episode runs over and it Jeff's my next meeting. Oftentimes, I have back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings where there is no time in between. And I went on a show the other day and I said, hey, just an FYI, I have to be off at the top of the hour. I actually have another podcast. And I don't remember what show it was. But the host said, yeah, no worries at all. I'll actually try to give you a couple minutes so you can go to the bathroom, fill your water up. I understand I'm a podcaster, so I know that if you don't have time in between interviews, it can be challenging. And right when he said that, that really, really set him apart from a lot of the other podcasts that I've been on because many of them don't have any idea what time it is. They don't know when I have to be off. They show up late. We go over. And that can really, really Jeff me in the grand scheme of things for my day. And I know that 
when Alan and I were having guests every single week, oftentimes we were recording multiple episodes with guests every week. And I always said to the guest, we will make sure we have you off at blank time. What time do you need to be off this time? I guarantee we will have you off at that time. And we always did. And I know that helped when we asked them to come back on later because they knew that we were different than many podcasts because we wanted to respect their time. We wanted to respect their schedule. And that ultimately gave us the opportunity to re-interview many of the people who we were lucky enough to have on in the first place. So number one way you can set yourself apart from others, be on time. It's something that requires very little talent but it's something that you can practice and it's really something that stands out. If you are on time, if you are punctual, punctual people will recognize that. I almost said 100%. Punct- punctual. De- definitely one I need to work on. Uh, Number you, two and have you've, been. You've in, yes, you've improved. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. I've, I've worked hard on that and I will continue to. Number two, over deliver. Number one, I'm not so good at. Number two, I do believe um, is a strength. So Kevin and I, you might've heard this story. We lived in Florida for basically an entire month a couple of years ago. It was during the holidays. It was in the entire month of December, I believe in 2019. I think 2018. So. One I of those remember, two. Yeah. 2018 or 2019, we forget. But uh, one of our mentors uh, was was very wealthy and took us to this steakhouse. That was It was a Brazilian steakhouse and it was just the best place ever. They literally came to you and you, quite frankly would cut the meat right off of the bone, right onto your plate, and it was yeah. buffet style. So it was as all you could eat. It was as much as you could eat. And we were lifting every single day. We'd wake up at 6 a.m. and we'd lift pretty heavy. And we were lifting for at least an hour a day and then doing some cardio as well. So we were really getting after it on the fitness front. And so we just ate as much as we possibly could. And that place was just unbelievable. And so, you know, our mentor prior to bringing us there is like, you got to go to this place. This is so good. And a lot of times when people say, like, you got to go check this out, it's so good, you're like, okay, it's probably great, but it's probably not as great as they're making it sound. And if you've ever been, you know, a friend saying, this movie's the best movie in the world, and then you go and you see it, and you're like, ah, it really wasn't that great. They kind of oversold it. This was the opposite. And again, you got to be careful with this, because number two is over-deliver. It's, it's literally, okay, what's the expectation that others have for this thing or for me or for this event. Kevin goes on uh, a lot of shows now, and I I have no doubt that, um, like my experience going on other shows, a lot of these early podcasters in particular, we like to serve, we like to impact, we like to go on other podcasts, and some of these podcasts are very, very early in their journey. I went on a podcast last week that was only on his 35th, I want to say, episode, and we're over a thousand. And so when it comes to the actual podcasting and adding value on this microphone, I would say we're on the higher end of being able to do that through the just consistency over time. And we over deliver big time because a lot of these early in podcasting, just for reference, it's very difficult to get big guests. It's very difficult to get people that uh, really walk their talk and that have decades of experience. And so when these early podcasters have us on, sometimes they really are blown away. They're like, I've had this many times where they said that was the best interview I've ever heard, I've ever had. And I'm really grateful. So that's number two is over deliver. Just like the steakhouse, just like when Kevin and I go on podcasts, we always try to over deliver. We always try to make it that little extra, that, that extra value, extra humility, extra ability to stay a little bit later. And as long as it's not affecting the first one, which is being on time, which 
might correlate to why I struggle with being on time because <laughs> I'm always focused on over delivering. That's an interesting point right there. Mm. But in a world where most persons, places, things, and ideas over promise and under deliver, try to be the person who over delivers. Strong work. Thanks, I feel man. like we're doing a live podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. Because we're doing like back and forth points. We don't usually do that on, on the actual podcast, not the live edition. Uh, so you know this if you're a listener that we've had some really, really awesome, amazing mentors. And you also know that we've had some really, really unique opportunities. But all of those opportunities for us have come from this third point, being prepared. So I remember Alan and I, while we were in Florida, we were living in Florida at the time, we sent a message to Evan Carmichael. We DM'd Evan Carmichael and he sent us a video back walking through the airport and said, yeah, I'd love to come on your your show. We sent him a message and said, Evan, we'd love to have you on our podcast. It's the Hyperconscious Podcast, blah, blah, blah. He sent us a message and said, yep, I'll come on your show. Uh, this is what I'm scheduling for. And we ended up scheduling an interview with Evan. And for those of you who might not know Evan Carmichael, very, very big, successful self-improvement YouTube channel. One of the most successful personal development channels there is. I think he's at this point, probably three and a half million, maybe 4 million subscribers. I don't know. But we had him on and that it started with Alan and I saying, okay, we would like to have you on. He said, cool. Awesome. These are the dates I'm booking. When they reached back out, they said, Evan only has 20 minute calendar slots open because he's driving across the country on his believe tour. I believe it was called the believe tour. And we said, cool, that's fine. We understand Evan's busy. We just want the opportunity to interview him. So this was way back in the day before we had studio, uh, before we had studios, before we were doing video. It was just us on uh, FaceTime audio. FaceTime audio. And then there was a camera on Alan and myself. So it was just us talking into a phone. That was <laughs> that was the YouTube channel at the time. And we got on with Evan. And it was an awesome interview. I mean, we were coming towards the end of it. At the end of it, it was probably 17, 18 minutes in. And I said, Evan, and this goes to the first point, I want to respect your time. Uh, anything you want to say before you you take off? And he said, no, no, keep going. I want you guys to keep going. This is an awesome interview. I really, really enjoy this. So what was supposed to be a 20-minute interview turned into over an hour. I think it was like an hour and 10 minutes or something. The only reason... Alan and I were able to continue doing that interview is because we were prepared. We were over-prepared for that interview because you never know what might happen. And then from there, Evan ended up inviting us to interview him at his Toronto dance salsa space in Toronto. Then he ended up coming and speaking at an event that we co-hosted and then he mentored us for a while. But that all started with us being prepared. And I think at a deep level, he recognized that. He said, well, these two, these two guys had the opportunity to interview me for 20 minutes. I told them to keep going and the interview actually got better somehow, even though they didn't expect to have that length of time. So number three is be prepared. You never know when an opportunity might present itself. You never know when somebody might ask you something that could change your life. You have to be as prepared as humanly possible at all times. And I think part of that too is saying yes. Be prepared and say yes when you can. What's happening guys? My name is Alex and I am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. 
Um, the one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, he's always been great at giving me the information that I need exactly at the right time in order to progress to the next level when it comes to my business. And overall, I think he's just a great personality. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized. I know exactly where I need to focus my attention in order to progress. And I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. And when you're prepared, you're more likely to say yes because sure. you're you're not going to be as scared of the opportunity. Number four, it does feel like a live podcast, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Number four, be honest, uh, candor, very direct, very honest, very explicit with yourself and with others. Great story about this. Shout out to the NLU team member. His name is Brandon. Huge fan of Brandon. Shout out to you if you're listening, Brandon. When we interviewed Brandon... Um, the very first thing that we had said is, what are some skills? What are some things that you can bring to the table? And he said this very candidly. He said, I don't really have that many skills, but I'm willing to work really, really hard. And him being honest with us, I would rather have someone say the truth of, I honestly don't really have that much that I think I can bring to the table yet, but I'm willing to develop skills and work hard and, and learn and grow. I would much rather have that than someone saying, yeah, I have this, 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 and this skill, and then not over-delivering to go back to point number two of over-deliver. Brandon has, quite frankly, exceeded our expectations so much since that beginning interview because he was so honest. So just be honest. If you're a great podcaster, say you're a great podcaster. If you're not, say you're not. And again, it's all relative to what you're comparing to, but I think it's important to not to not inflate or deflate what is true. Uh, because when you're honest, it is noticeable and it does set you apart because especially in an interview when I think a lot of people really are just trying to show the best sides of themselves. And when you can be honest and, and say, listen, I'm not that great at that uh, and I hope that's okay, but I'm willing to work hard and I'm willing to get better at it. I mean, it just shows humility. It shows vulnerability. It shows honesty it's su such a virtue it's such an important thing and and i would rather have that a thousand times than someone who says they're awesome at a bunch of stuff and then under delivers later if you are anything like me you absolutely hate trying to cancel things especially things that require you to jump through hoops so <clears throat> the best way to explain this okay i had a gym membership at what it's called crunch fitness and crunch fitness is all over the country. When Alan and I travel, that's usually where we go. We go to crunch fitness and it used to be boost. And I signed up for a crunch fitness membership in a town that I lived near. And that one gave me access to all the other clubs. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Cool. Great. One day I went to my club, uh, an, a different one because I had moved. So I signed up for this place that was near New Hampshire. I was living in Massachusetts at the time. I didn't go to that one anymore, but I said, it doesn't matter because I can just use that membership at this one that's close to my house. So I went to the one close to my house and they said, Hey, your membership isn't valid here anymore. And I said, what do you mean? 
And they said, well, it's not, it doesn't work. And I said, well, I, uh, nothing has changed. I signed up at this other place. And they said, oh no, that, that place actually got bought out by somebody else. And all those memberships are different now. And I said, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Let me sign up for one here. Cool. They signed me up. Awesome. Then I proceed to see the fact that I have a charge from the, the new gym I just signed up for and an old gym, which I didn't even know the name of the gym. And I saw that on a, my credit card statement. I said, what is, what is happening here? I don't understand this. And then I did what any rational person does. I waited six to eight months before I called them. <laughs> and I remember one day, You're funny, I, I knew you'd like that. Yeah. I remember one day I had it on my whiteboard and it was just like, call the gym. And I was like, oh God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's the such phone a pain line is butt. down. It's I can't do it. Yeah, it's the so, worst. So I had time that afternoon and I said, all right, I'm just going to do this. Let me just do this. And I did some Google research first and I found out that what had happened was that gym was bought out and they just kept charging people for their memberships, even if they didn't know they were bought out. So I called up that gym and I said, hey, so for some reason I'm getting money taken out of my account and I haven't been to your gym in like three years and now it's a different name. I don't understand what's happening. And the person said, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people calling. So this is what happened. This gym was bought out by Blank Gym. And when they bought us out, they just kept the memberships going because I don't know. I don't even know if they can do that, but that's what is happening. And I said, is there any way you can cancel that for me without me coming in and all that? Because I shouldn't be getting charged for this. And honestly, I don't want to drive an hour to have to cancel a membership. And the person at the front counter said, yeah, for sure. I, I understand. And I understand how challenging it is, particularly because you've never been to this gym under the new ownership. I'll take care of that for you today. And it's totally good. So something that I think many people have an aversion to is canceling a gym membership. This person took ownership. So the fifth point is take ownership. This person behind the desk took ownership and said, yeah, I know it's kind of Jeff. This, this probably shouldn't have happened anyway. Let me cancel that for you. A lot of us might have tried to say, and maybe not in this specific scenario, but a lot of us might have tried to deflect that and say, well, this is your fault. You signed up for this. You should have checked in all of that. If you want to set yourself apart in your relationships with your friends, with your family, with your job, with your customers, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to take ownership. It seems like it sucks. It seems like maybe it's a negative thing to do. But in the long run, people will appreciate that of you and it will set you apart from other people. Anything to add, Jeffrey? Uh, I would just say everyone check in on these. Be on time, over deliver, be prepared, be honest, take ownership. From zero to 10, how well are you doing each of those things? Uh, how good are you at these things? Are you getting better at these things? At the end of the day, they're very simple, but they make a huge, huge, huge difference. Kev, have you ever seen that? Uh, you haven't. Okay, so, okay. or maybe you have actually, because we've watched Friends together. There's a Friends episode where they're trying to cancel their gym membership mm -mm. and they have to go down there and they're like, oh, so you're quitting. You're quitters. <laughs> it's like, we want to <laughs> cancel the gym, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, so you're okay with being out of shape, right? Mm -hmm. That whole thing. It's I just a funny skit. So some of our listeners will definitely resonate because I know that's a really popular show. It's hilarious. And then they actually, <laughs> instead of canceling their gym membership, they decide to go cancel their bank accounts. <laughs> <because it's laughs> I actually, thought about that. It's actually easier. Yeah, I researched I got to cancel the credit card, you know, instead. I, I researched to see that's if I could funny. block it rather than Literally. calling them. And I was like, well, I don't want that to be, you know, they Jeff, my credit, that's a whole thing. <laughs> that's a whole thing but Next. anyways so yeah good level nation good uh the last thing is just how good are you at these five things and 
how can you get better at them? That's it. Boom. Next, Level Nation, make sure that this summer is not the summer of you saying, you know what, my goals can wait, my dreams can wait, my progress can wait, my next levelness can wait. Our seventh round of group coaching starts July 12th. We have had a ton of wonderful feedback from the previous groups, and now we have a full workbook and the app is up. This will be the most next level version of group coaching that we have been able to put out yet, and we would love for you to be in it. We have payment plans, there's a bunch of ways that we have decided to make it the most accessible to everybody. So please, if you're interested, reach out, check out the website, the landing pages in the show notes. And whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, somebody who just says, you know what, I want to get a little bit better. Group coaching is for you. It is catered to everybody in the group and we will make sure it is the most valuable experience possible for you. If you're a listener of this show, you will fit in in that group because it's all really listeners at the end of the day. If you are interested and want to learn more, you can go to the landing page of the link in the show notes, or you can reach out to Kevin and myself. I can give you, I've gotten permission in advance to give you the Instagram handles of specific group coaching members who have already graduated to express their experience. And so if you want to talk to someone who's actually been through group coaching, what was it like? What did it involve? Did you enjoy it? We've just asked everyone to be honest. So reach out to Kevin or myself if you want some of those Instagram handles. Also, We have a course on our website. It's called The Next Level 5 to Thrive. It is a completely free course. Okay, Kevin wanted to charge for it. Understandable since it took us 12 hours each of our time. There's worksheets. There's five modules. And as we learn and grow, 1,000 episodes in, interviews, clients all over the world, you know, we, we realize that... These are the five things that if you don't have these five dialed in, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that you're not going to achieve your dreams without these five. These are the five fundamentals, the five to thrive. They're not sexy, but they are absolutely critical if you want to maximize your potential and achieve your dreams, which if you're listening to the show, you do. The next level five to thrive. Click the link in the show notes, download the course. It's completely free and we hope you enjoy it. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1011. It is last week's live Q&A. How do you balance dream chasing and relationships? A very, very important topic. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Lazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.